0: <clears throat> okay, good evening. Today is, uh, I don't know what the day is.
1: Anybody just, you know, anyways. Today is March 12th and we're studying the big book of Alcoholics Anonymous. This week's chapter step is, oh no, wait a minute. That is not me. That's, yeah. And our speaker tonight is, sorry, I just got a little discombobulated. We have Sydney speaking tonight on uh, We Agnostics, correct? Uh, On step four. Um,
0: Yes, so thank you, Sydney. Take it away.
2: Okay. Hi, everyone. My name is Sydney B. I'm a compulsive overeater and sugar addict. I am so nervous. I'm just gonna say it. Um, When I was, so the whole goal of my share tonight is to be super honest and transparent. And it was really funny when I was prepping of like, like oh my gosh, what am I going to speak about? Um Immediately the thoughts came in of like, I have nothing to speak about this topic. I'm not going to like, why did they pick me? I'm not going to have anything to say and blah, blah, blah. And immediately, um, and I call my higher power God, immediately God was like, or maybe you're the perfect person to do this. Um, so that's that's where I am right now, is um, battling the, ooh, which voice am I gonna listen to? Um, so, okay, let me start with how it was. Um, so I truly believe I was a sugar addict all my life. That's how I regulated. Um, I think I learned that at a very, very young age. So, me and Sugar were best friends. Um, I always thought, ah, when I get older, I'll eat better. Um, And I got older and I didn't start to eat better. So, um, it really started to get bad when I was trying to, um, last year, I was trying to change careers um, and it wasn't going my way because I thought I was a director. If I wanted to change careers, you know. The opportunity should just come and it wasn't, it wasn't going my way. So I went to the food um, and then I went to the food and then I went to the food and then I kept going back to the food. And I remember distinctively, like it was yesterday, the one night I went back to the cabinet, it had to be like 16 times. I didn't even want to, my stomach was telling me I was full, but that's all I knew how to do. Um, And I can remember having the thought, hmm, if this was cocaine, you'd be entering yourself into rehab right now. So I was like, okay, I need rehab for food. Um, And it just so happened because God's just funny like this. One of my best friends um, has been in OA for um, like 20 plus years. So I started asking her questions. I Googled a little bit. Um, she sent me a newcomer meeting I I knew I needed to do everything I could to get on that meeting even though I really didn't want to Um, and then I saw this shiny smiley person in this zoom box and I was like I want her to be my sponsor Um, so we've been I've been with her for the the whole year it was a year last month Um, and it's been it's been an extraordinary year. Um, how this relates to uh, step four? So, when when I started step four, um, I had the mentality of like, oh, I'm going to make amends with every single person I ever talked to ever in my whole entire life, um, and I'm going to do it, and I'm going to do it to the best of my ability. Um, it. Chakra didn't work out. Um, And I can remember God kind of like tapped me on the shoulder. Like, can you let me into this? Like, (laughs) can we maybe do this together? Um, Part of that was fear. Fear is a huge character defect of mine. Um, So I wanted to like be God to the punch. So it like wouldn't, the amends wouldn't be so scary. Um, Obviously that didn't work. So, um, I was reminded that God is still the director and I really got quiet and really got honest, um, with the amends and that, that, that was, that was the biggest, um, shift that happened. Um, so hold on. I have notes cause I knew I would get lost. Um, Okay. So some things that I learned from step four. um, Again, I kind of was just writing this out as I was thinking about sharing tonight. And what really struck me was um, two things. One, we're all truly human. And two, we all truly are just hurting. Um, And that was really eye-opening. When I took just a couple minutes to look at my part, um because I didn't think I had any part in any of my resentments like I'm I'm a good person like you know I didn't need to look at anything but when I really did when I took an honest and fearless moral inventory um yeah I definitely had some um defects that I that I needed to look at um, and that I continuously need to look at. So one of the biggest things that I got from step four was how can I be kinder to others and to myself? Um, and that's truly something I practice every day. Um, some days I'm better at it than others, um, but it you know everybody how I how I view it now is everybody is going through their own battle. We're all sick, right? And some form how can I maybe give a little smile how could I maybe brighten a day a little bit I don't want to be a burden to the to the next person that's that's not um what my program is about um and I'm taking a pause and just looking at my notes here um another thing that really that I continuously learn and I'm reminded is I don't have to take everything so personally. Um, That was a huge thing that, that has come out of this step and also doing steps 10 through 12 daily um, is I take a lot personally and it's like, why? Like, (laughs) it's not about me. It's literally not about me. Um, So it's really cool when I feel that, That little annoyance, I can go way, way, way. Like, am am I feeling like this is something personal? And then I can look at it and go, oh yeah, no. And I can give it away and continue on with the day. Um, wow, I am going way faster than I thought I would. Um So I, there was another thing that as I was prepping for this, that was really cool because again, this character defect of fear kept coming up. Like I have to talk in front of all these people and like, what am I going to talk about? And it's for 20 minutes. But when I was writing, I had the really cool realization is I get to show up today. Like I get to show up here as me, exactly as me, wherever I am right now. And I just get to share my experience. Um, I didn't have to eat over this. I didn't have to stuff over this. Like I could be like, yeah, there's nerves, but I'm human. So I'm alive. So that's going to happen. But I get to, I get to go, okay, God, you know, <laughs> speak through me because I don't know what I'm doing. Um, That's another thing that I think through again, step four and 10, I've, I've come to realize not knowing what I'm doing is the best place to be in. And I used to hate not knowing before. Um, and now I can go, sweet. I have no idea what this looks like. I have no idea the next right thing, but I know God's got it. And that's all I need to know. Um, and truly that has freed me up to enjoy life a lot, lot more. Um, and it's given me it's given me a new confidence um, because I don't, you know, I'm not weighed down by the world. I can just freely go through my day and um, it's really, really cool. Anyways, I'm getting off topic. Um, So what does, well, let's go to the big book because let's be honest, it's amazing. Um, So I love the line. I don't remember what page it is. I should have wrote that down, but I forgot. Um, it talks about, I've come to learn how to match calamity with serenity. Like, this is such a big deal. <laughs> As I was reading this, I'm like, Sydney, think about what you just read. And I'm experiencing this. I'm experiencing when it is crazy around me. There's this weird piece inside that it's not from me like I'm not producing this piece it's just automatically there and it's this literally anchor that I grab onto and some of the crazy moments I go, okay I'm terrified or I have no idea or whatever it is and I go but I'm finite you're infinite let me try it your way because I know my way I'm I'm gonna flop um So that was something that really stood out to me. And that comes from cleaning up my part. Um, That comes from looking at, okay, what is my responsibility? What do I need to clean up on my side of the street so that I can be even more effective um, in the long run, if that makes sense. Um, So another thing is, Oh, I said that. But the, the he's fi- He's infinite and I'm finite. And I don't think, I think I'm still learning that in all my affairs, um, which is really cool because the, there's no limit. Like, again, my sponsor, as I was going through the steps, always said, Sydney, it gets better. Sydney, it gets even better. And I'm like, no, it doesn't. Like, this is amazing. How could it get, but because... My higher power is infinite. Like there's no stopping, there's no cap. It is it is a constant, never-ending um connection and growth process, which is the coolest thing ever, in my opinion. Um so I'm pausing again because I'm looking at my notes and just seeing um kind of I wanted to do what kind what does this what does this step look like for me now because um with step four with um like you still do it in 10 daily and I think for me the big I I wasn't a huge fan of tents there's kind of a love-hate relationship with them sometimes but I know they're super 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 important and I always feel better after I do them um So anytime I feel that kind of little, just a little bit of an annoyance in the background, Um, and if I let my thoughts go, if it kind of goes back to that on its own, that's my red flag of you got to look at, like, you got to look at this. You got to write this out. You got to get with God about it. Um, I actually started to say the resentment prayer every morning um, because there's a couple, there's a couple people that, it's, I don't know, it's not going away. So I'm, I started doing that and I can tell the days I start, the mornings I start out in humility, those other days I'm, I, it's the easiest to pray. Um, but the days I start out where I'm just a little bit too much in self, um, it's, it's it's harder to pray and I feel like I rush through it just to get it done. Um, and a big thing that I do is I slow down now, um, I can be, and I used to be a lot as just a speedy little, oh my goodness, just a, a speedy little thing. And this program has taught me that I need to take a chill pill <laughs> and slow down a little bit because I miss the nudges and the, the little pokes from higher power when I slow down. Um, and that is something I probably will practice for the rest of my life, just because my MO is to go, um, you know, rush through everything. But some of the best moments, experiences, whatever it was, was from me slowing down and realizing, oh, I'm not. I guess it kind of goes with I'm not in charge here. Um, I'm not the director here um so i'm trying to think if there's anything else i would say the biggest things i work on daily are that there's fear the people pleasing that will always pop up its little ugly head sometimes um self-righteousness and selfishness for sure self-abandonment i am putting that as a character defect because that kind of goes along with people pleasing um But again, I picture it, anything that's getting in the way of my relationship with God. um, And that definitely does. And it can be so sneaky sometimes, um, which they all can be. But for me, I think, um, again, most of these are, I kind of can easily slip back into. So um, my kind of red flag or my rule of thumb is anytime the food starts to chatter a little bit, that's my clue that I need to stop what I'm doing and check in and see what's going on, um, because most of the time, and this is a miracle to say, the food doesn't the food is quiet, um, and it's just fuel fuel for my body. And I know when I get dysregulated or upset, I know I have not only have God to go to, but I have a community now. Um, I have this insane. Remaining. Wow. I made it. Um, I have this amazing five, community. five minutes remaining. Yes. Yes. Um, I have this amazing community that I'm not doing this alone. I'm not even, even when sometimes I think I am, I, that's my cue to be like, wait, no, pick up the phone or send a text or something. Um, I think it is a, since day one, it blew me away that you can send out, um, a Batman signal pretty much. And you will get flooded with phone calls if you need it. That, I don't think there's anything, (laughs) anything comes close to that in this day and age right now. Um, I hope all that made sense. I mean, at the end of the day, it's an amazing program. I am so grateful that I was divinely directed here. And I always say this now, you could put, you could put a cart full of all my trigger and red foods and all the, all the goo and the sugar. And I, I wouldn't even want it. I wouldn't even want it because what I'm experiencing now and the connection I have now blows all that out of the water. Um, and I've never thought I could honestly say that and be truth, have truth behind it. Um, so I guess in summary, doing the work really pays off and cleaning my side of the street really empties me so that I can be a better vessel and I can be of better service to the people around me because that's ultimately the best. I forget it, but that's the best thing is being of service to others and getting out of self and um, seeing how like how I how I can be of service ultimately. Um, so, with that, I will pause. Thank you.
1: Thank you, Sydney. <laughs> okay, we are now going to open the meeting up for questions or three-minute shares. As this is a big book study, sharing and questions should relate specifically to the chapter and step being studied this week, which is we're in wegnostics in step four. Um, we ask you to accept this guideline in order to keep the meeting on track. If you'd like to share or ask a question, please raise your virtual hand, which is under reactions or asterisk nine if you're on the telephone, and the Zoom host will call the raised hands in order and ask you to unmute when it's your turn. Would the timekeeper, Lynette, please set a timer for three minutes for each share and announce when time is up. If the speaker has asked a question, please allow three minutes for the answer. Okay, here we go, and Arlene, you're our first person, go ahead.
3: Hi, my name is Arlene, I'm a compulsive overreader, and I'm, uh, I'm so excited, I obviously jumped the gun and get my hand up there, but I'm so excited you talked about step four, uh, because this morning I was at a meeting, and they were talking about a part of step four that deals with sexuality, and whenever I've come to that, it's like, oh, you know, God, I was married, for so many years. And then I did stuff before that. And, you know, it's just like, who cares? And old news. But as I was listening to this, I realized that I did have some feelings about it. And when I get to that part of my inventory, number one, I have feelings about menopause and how that affects my body and my sexuality. I have feelings about getting to a certain age when uh, I perhaps didn't look the same gray hair, et cetera. Um, But I also uh, do have some anger towards my husband about some things having to do with that. And I have some issues that I went through when I was young, and even when I was a teenager, and even when I was a young adult. And They're in my brain, but I've never really got them out because it's like, oh, who cares? You know, that's not a big deal. But obviously, if it's still in my brain and in my thought, uh, it's still there. And then another thing I was reminded of that, you know, thoughts about the food. Well, when I'm abstinent, the chatter in my head is unbelievable. I, I went to an event this past weekend and my thoughts of compare and despair were so loud that I that I thought that the other people could probably hear me and you know even though I'm fine and I'm okay but what I do is I go into the past I should have why didn't I I could have you know uh, maybe it would have been different uh, because you know I I deal with life the way that I was raised and those are the things that I need to change and my sponsor said do you meditate? And I said, no, not really. She goes, well, that might help. And I said, okay, I'll take that suggestion. So anyway, I was just excited to share because it was on the fourth step and I had just learned about it this morning. Thank you so much for your share and it's great to be here and
0: I'll pass. Thank you, Arlene. Sila?
4: Hi, hi Sydney. I'm Sila. Thank you so much for your share. I'm so glad that I can make it in the topic you're speaking on. I was curious a few things. I was curious what it looks like for you to do a 10th step at night, like what that means. I'm not there yet, but I just want to know because whenever I want to do something and like wrap up the night, I don't like what's the way to do it. That'll feel really done. And I was also curious how you did your fourth step and kind of um what kind of job you have, like like when the serenity got there, you know, putting abstinence first, because I also struggle with that at work. Um, I probably have a million questions. I'll leave it at that. Thank you so much again.
0: Thank you. Who else wants to recover? Sila, <clears throat> sorry, it's Yvonne. Sila
3: actually asked a couple of questions there. If Sydney wanted to respond. She asked about step 10 and
0: step four. So go ahead, Sydney.
4: Thank you.
0: Yeah. Um,
2: okay. So step 10, what do I do? So I usually like as soon as I sense it, I'll, I'll jump on it and I'll write about it. And then I kind of pause and get with God about it and see, do I, you know, is it just between me and him or do I need to then give it away? Um, so it's not necessarily at, at night. It's, you know, first thing, um, if I can't get to it right away, like if I'm at work or something, I usually make a note of it and then I will do it, um, like as soon as possible. Um, and then, uh, what was the other question?
3: <laughs> How you did your step four?
2: How I did my step four. So my step four was a little different. Um, it, the, There were a majority of amends that it was not appropriate to make. So I did a lot of living amends. Um, and I kind of left the door open to my higher power and said, Hey, if I need to make these in person, you know, make it clear and put the person in front of me. So that hasn't happened yet. Um, I don't know if it'll ever happen, but I'm, I'm leaving it open, you know, cause I'm not the director. So it's, it wasn't appropriate while I was doing the steps to do it. Um, but it doesn't mean down the road, the opportunity might present itself, but I definitely did, um, living amends and, I mean, you know, amends between me and, and God, so that I wasn't just letting it, um, just hang there. Um, and then I did do, um, from those amends, I did do uh, amends to myself, um, because I was, Uh, A fellow told me in the beginning, make sure you have yourself on the amends list as the first one, which blew my mind. Um, And then that went into like my ideal of how I want to show up and, you know, in all my affairs. And um, I still I still use that to this day. And I just actually forgot about it um, today. So thank you for the reminder.
0: (laughs) Thank you, Heidi.
5: Hi, thank you, Heidi B from New York. Sydney, thank you so much for your share and for doing service today. Ah, oh, so relatable. <laughs> um, i uh, I wrote a bunch of things down, um the first of which was, you know, we are all truly human, and we are all truly hurting. Um I think that is also something that I learned really early on. I like many, like many people, um, you know, I, I carried a chip on my shoulder about all the things that, you know, had gone wrong in my life and how I'd been dealt a bad, uh, hand and whatever. And, um, you know, I, I learned, and that was part of my growing up in this program, um, really was, um, everybody's got a story. Everybody's You know, everybody goes through stuff. Everybody's got things that are hard. Um, And we are all just human. (laughs) Um, And also like when you said, um, you know, taking things so personally, um, I a hundred percent do that all the time. (laughs) And I, you know, I have to like remind myself that the universe does not revolve around me. Um, Pretty much, you know, constantly. Um, and then you, uh, you, when you said like that, I need to take a chill pill. Um, <laughs> first of all, I didn't know that people still said, say that. So it was really cute to hear. Um, but yeah, like a hundred percent, like going back to that idea of, um, you know, I think that everything is about me it's like no hiding relax it's not about you (laughs) um and just you know learning to pause in this program has been such a gift like just that second um you know before the reaction and just taking that breath um to get in touch with a higher power um before my thoughts get out into the world (laughs) um so yeah, just really grateful to have heard you tonight. Thank you.
0: Thank you, Heidi. Sally.
6: Hi, everybody. I'm Sally. I'm a recovered compulsive eater. Oh, Cindy, you're just adorable. Thank you. Thank you for your share. Um, I just um I'm flying high. I just did a fifth, sixth, and seventh step last week. And and um my fourth step, I I, I chose, to, I'm, I'm absent, I've been, I've had neutrality with food for over five years, but my, my emotional sobriety, God showed me I had a little more work to do, and so I, I, I went through this very long, extensive workshop that I'm still in that goes through the steps, and um, really did a deep, deep dive, and it wasn't a fourth step where I just checked off, you know, it affected my self esteem, my ambitions, I didn't check it I had a right, you know, how did it affect that and, um, and it was grueling and I was starving the whole time I was doing it I was hungry, I, I had no desire to pick up that wasn't even an option which is a, which is a miracle, but I was hungry, because I was digging deeper. And what I, you know, what I learned through this is, um, number one, you know, resentment is grave. And if I don't deal with my resentments, I will pick up the food again. And for me to pick up the food is to die. It, it, it's to die a slow, miserable death. But if I don't do my my fourth step, I can, I can die in these rooms with, you know, untreated addiction. You know, I'm not eating, but I can be crazy. So I'm really glad I got to do this deep dive again. And what I learned is, you know, my fears feed my delusion, which is my dishonesty. And my delusion creates my selfishness and my self-seeking. And I have these, um, these characters that I want you to play and characters that I think I need to play So I can range and run the world how I think it needs to be done. Because my way is the only way. And to really get clear that I have absolutely no control over um, my family, the people in my life, um, that that's all God's job. And that, wow, you know, I, I, I gave God my food many years ago, but I didn't give him much else. And I, have, I got kicked on my ass and I'm so thankful uh, that, you know, I know from my studies that when the bedevilments are back in my life, that means there's time to do some more work and the bedevilments were back in my life. And so I, I'm feeling a lot of freedom from this last fourth um, um, through seven. And what's really interesting in the group that I'm working with, they suggest you just Rest in your sixth and seventh step and just enjoy the grace that you're in, you know, like I have a new level of freedom in my that's mind. Time. Anyway, I've missed you guys, but I've been busy working another program. So I'm
0: I'm happy to be back and um that's it. Thank you. Thank you, Sally. Dana. Dana, are you there? Hmm. Francesca, why don't you go ahead and then we'll we'll jump back.
7: Okay, you got it. Thanks. Uh, Francesca, compulsive overeater and bulimic. Um, I'm so happy I came to this meeting. Uh, Sydney, your share really did touch me. Um, And it was exactly what I needed to hear tonight. Um, and I'm not just saying that cause usually I go to the Monday meetings and I came on a Tuesday cause that's what my work, my work schedule warranted for. So, um, I definitely was supposed to be here to hear exactly what you said. Um, I love how, you know, you, you started your share, you were honest, you're like, I am nervous. Um, this is, this was a fearful thing for me to do, but, you know, kind of in, in connecting to the fourth step, you're like, you know, I, I'm afraid, um but i am leaning on my higher power and i'm trusting even though i'm afraid i'm i'm still willing to take the action of doing my higher power as well which is being here and speaking and trusting that even if i have like a 5% or 95% doubt that my higher power will speak through me i'm just hoping that that's what will happen um and you're a living breathing example of you know what you know god i call my higher power god god can can do in our lives if we work this program and we decide to lean on him. Um and I really I really appreciated hearing that and I also appreciated, you know, you said many times like I am not the director. I am not the director. I am not the director in in many different sentences that you were talking about and you know that that really is the truth because if if we were the director, you know, at least for me, I would not show up to speak on a meeting. I'm afraid so I don't want to, so I won't. But you did. Um, and you know, like the fear there, like for me when I speak on meetings, it's, you know, people are gonna think I'm incompetent. I'm gonna trip on my words, you know, or I'm not gonna make the 20 minute time limit. And then they're gonna think I'm incompetent because I didn't meet the time limit. Um, and that I'm leaning on all different people, I'm trusting in all different people to be my God. And that's not what this program tells us to do. Um if I'm not, not going to hit the 20-minute time limit, it's because my higher power doesn't want me to say anything else. That was my purpose for the night. That was it. I said exactly what my experience was, and that was that was how it was supposed to go. Um, and you trusted that, and you leaned on that, and I really appreciated hearing that, because I don't always do that in my life. You know, I, I try to work my program as best as I can, but, you know, I am, and my fears and my disease are what gets in the way of me doing my higher power as well all the time. You know? Um so, you know, I I just loved loved your share and I'm I'm really happy to be here tonight. Thanks for letting me share.
1: Thank you, Francesca. Well, I'm going to jump in and share since there's no hands up. Tony compulsive overeater. Um Sydney, thank you so much for your share. I mean, you were so authentic and transparent and honest and just two scoops of delicious. Thank you so much. I loved your share. Um, step four, you know, I for me, that starts the steps where I have to put on my big girl panties. And you know, I'm an old broad. I've been around in and out of these rooms 35 years or something like that, and I've gone through them enough times to know when I'm doing my step four, girl, you're gonna have to deal with this again in step eight and nine. But <laughs> as I am a person who works a lot of freelance jobs now, one of my jobs is I'm a writer. And I, when I'm working on a project, I never let my editor, which of course is me, in the room when I'm in the writing mode. I just rewrite, let it all come out and then I can go back and edit. So I've learned that's how I have to work my step four. Because if I'm thinking about steps eight and nine, I'm gonna edit it and I'm not gonna be honest. I'm not going to want to put that in there because then I got to go there. And that, so I have to write that step for like, I know nothing else is coming and just trust it. And what I love about this program, just like in the beginning of the meeting, I read how we get to say either God or higher power. We want to be so inclusive in everything just like that. That's how, since I've worked the steps different times with different sponsors, it's always a different format. Always a different way. And I love that. There is no right or wrong. Just the only thing I can do wrong is by not working the steps, you know? So I love, um, you know, and I I do a lot of outreach calls. And when I I get newbies, it's always, okay, now, am I I writing this right? You know, my sponsor wants to do this, but I heard I should do it this way. And I heard, I'm like, girl, just do what your sponsor says. She's doing what her sponsor tells her. And um, I love that we get to hold hands and trudge through these steps together.
0: Thank you. Uh, I was just gonna mute me. Who else wants to share? Cause I'll call on people. Oh, there we go. Thank-